Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. I got a couple of books out there. I'm also an instructor at the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, where I receive my training. That's the nation's first accredited college of hypnotherapy. If this is the first time listening to my podcast, I want to let you know that as a hypnotherapist, I work at the level of the sub- conscious mind, helping people to change subconscious associations that are keeping them from health, happiness, and success. I mainly work with people that have anxiety, in particular driving anxiety. I help people get rid of uh, habits, bad habits like smoking, and I work with business owners to help them overcome procrastination and uh, do better with motivation and goal achievement. So if any of that sounds like something you're interested in, I will tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of the podcast. The subject of today's podcast, as well as the title, is Food and Mood. Food and Mood. It's said that most people dig their grave with their teeth. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, idea being that... um, Bad dietary habits can contribute to an early demise. But research also shows that certain foods affect powerful mood-modifying brain chemicals called neurotransmitters. And these neurotransmitters are made from the foods we eat and are present in higher concentrations after meals than between them. So some foods can increase your mood, other foods can decrease your mood. So the idea here is that improving your diet may help you to improve your mood, may help you have more energy, and may help you think more clearly. I can't help but think about a a client that that I had a a while back. Um, And this was a, a, a remote client. So this was done over the phone. I don't even remember what this uh, young man looks like, but he was in a very, very bad way. So he was incredibly depressed, suicidal, um, not eating, not sleeping, and just really, really having a, a tough time. His parents were very, very worried about him. He, I think he was in his early 20s. In the first session, which I almost always do, I focused on helping him to get better sleep, and to eat better. He was hardly eating at all, and this was wreaking havoc on his mood. And so when he came back for the second session, there was a a dramatic improvement, a dramatic improvement. And all he really did was he listened to the recording I made from a few times, uh, tried to get better sleep, and started eating better. So that made a huge difference in his life. And then after probably three or four sessions, he was just like a new man and making sure that he was eating three meals a day. So eating regularly can really make a difference. I can't tell you how many people I work with 
that are skipping meals or have a lousy diet and they're suffering from moodiness or irritability or lack of energy. And once we get them on a on a good diet, a regular diet where they're eating regularly throughout the day, just makes a world of difference. So, you know, I like to tell my clients that food is right up there with uh, oxygen. We need food. Um, you know, depending on your metabolism, you may need to eat more often or less often. But the general idea is for most people eating something every three or four hours. I don't want to get into fasting or intermittent fasting or anything like that. The idea is here that if your habit is to skip meals and go long periods of time without eating, then eating food on a regular basis, either three meals a day or smaller meals throughout the day is definitely going to help you feel better and give you more energy. And the reason for this is blood sugar. Everything we eat gets converted into blood sugar, also known as blood glucose, which is the our body's main source of energy. Our body does draw energy from other sources, such as fat. Um, but um, blood glucose is the body's main source of energy. And the organ of the brain that uses the most blood glucose is the brain. So if we're not feeding our body properly, uh, it's going to affect our brain and uh, our mood as well. And of course, good quality food is important too. So we'll get into that in just a minute. But in addition to eating regularly to help you have a better mood, drinking water is so important, especially when it comes to trying to lose weight. Water is an essential component of uh, being able to regulate your weight. And I'm not going to go into all the reasons why drinking water is good for you, but the, I guess, conventional wisdom is you should drink half of your weight in ounces. So if you weigh 100, 120 pounds, you should drink 60 ounces of water every day. Most of us don't get enough water. And if you're drinking a lot of coffee, then you're actually losing water because coffee is a diuretic. So always have a, some water uh, nearby. A lot of people don't like to drink water because they don't like having to go to the bathroom a lot. But in my experience, the, the more you get into the habit of drinking more water, the more infrequent you're going to have to use the restroom. Um, gut health is so important. And I am working with so many clients uh, with their gut health, people that have Crohn's disease, IBS, uh, SIBO, which is small intestinal um, bacteria overgrowth. And boy, when your gut's not working, if you've, if you've got diarrhea or you're constipated or you've got stomach pain, it is going to affect your mood massively. So good gut health is so important. And unfortunately, it takes a long time to develop problems with your gut, and it takes a significant amount of time to heal that gut. So fiber is so important for the gut, right? High fiber foods. Um, Lots of fluids, lots of water, exercise, because what happens is, um, you know, life is stressful. And for many people, that stress will go to their gut. So if we're stressed and, and, and we're feeling anxious, uh, the um, stomach responds, the digestive system responds to anxiety by slowing down or shutting off completely. This is how our body responds to that fight or flight response, that feeling of anxiety. So. Uh, uh, monitoring your stress, managing your stress, getting exercise helps us to release that built-up stress, stress and tension, which, in my opinion, goes to the weakest part of your body. For some people, their stomach is weak, and their stomach will reflect what's going on in their lives emotionally. Other people, it'll go to their head. Myself, my back has always been the weak part of my body. If I'm stressed or tense, it'll show up in my back. So 
gut health, so important. Um, going back to the idea of, uh, of not eating uh, and, and, and the negative effects of not eating, that all has to do with blood sugar, okay? So if your blood sugar gets too low, it's going to figure, it may trigger that fight or flight response. Because if your body doesn't think it's getting the uh, energy that it needs, it's going to begin to secrete other hormones into the body. And those hormones are typically cortisol and adrenaline, which are the stress hormones or the fight or flight hormones. So um, some people are very prone to blood sugar spikes or imbalances. So for instance, if some people eat a, let's say a bagel, it's really going to spike their blood sugar. Then they're going to have the corresponding drop in blood sugar. I remember working at a place and there was a bagel shop right next door. So I'd go, I'd order a bagel, I'd slather it with cream cheese, eat the whole bagel, and afterwards I would feel terrible. All I wanted to do was crawl under a desk and fall asleep. And after a while, I just stopped eating bagels because um, I just felt the corresponding drop in blood sugar so dramatically just made me feel terrible. So we want to eat a high degree of protein, and most people probably don't get enough protein. So eating high-carb, high-sugar meals or, or, or meals that are quickly digested is going to spike your blood sugar, and you're going to have a corresponding drop. Mixing protein uh, with your meal um, allows that meal to be digested more slowly, avoiding any blood sugar spikes and drops. In addition, protein contains amino acids, which make up the chemicals your brain needs to regulate your thoughts and feelings. Um, I was just uh, referred uh, by my own nutritionist, the wonderful Harvey Slater. You can find him at harveyslater.com. He referred me to a product, product called, I think it's called uh, Frog Fuel, Frog Fuel. And they're little packets, they're protein shots that contain amino acids. So he recommended that to me when I can't get enough uh, protein. And instead of going and, and making a, a smoothie, which is usually how I get protein, I, I have this frog fuel. So check it out. I found it to be very, very useful. Caffeine can trigger or exacerbate anxiety. So talking about, uh, you know, not feeling safe, not feeling calm, overconsumption of caffeine can make that happen. So a lot of people find that when they cut down on caffeine, we're talking tea, coffee, caffeinated soft drinks, that they just begin to feel more calm and more relaxed. And many of my clients that are challenged by anxiety have just given up caffeine completely because they become very they became very aware of how caffeine is just gonna, gonna make them feel more anxious. So watch out for caffeine. Um, I wanna, make a little, you know, a disclaimer here. If you're on antidepressants, then you really want to be clear about how different foods can affect your antidepressants. So you probably know already, but if you don't and you're on antidepressants, check with your doctor or do an internet search about the kind of foods you should avoid. So I think I read something about, um, I think it was lithium. Don't quote me on this, but some drug is definitely affected by grapefruit juice. Other drugs are negatively affected. Antidepressant drugs are affected by a high salt diet. So when it comes to diet and antidepressants, you want to make sure that you know which um, food 
uh, groups can affect your uh, the drugs you're taking negatively. So there you go. Talking about food and mood and how important food is when it comes to your mood, you can get online. You can find out a lot more than I can offer you about how food affects your mood. Take some steps to begin to change your diet. And uh, for most people, the result is dramatic. So there you go. And if you need help eating better, if you need help with good habits of diet and exercise, give me a call. We can work on that. And I've worked with many people successfully to help them get their diet on track. And I can refer you to uh, a great nutritionist as well that can be helpful as well. And that would be Harvey Slater at HarveySlater.com. So if you want to get in touch with me, TedMoreno.com is where you want to go. TedInYourHead.com, that's my podcast webpage. And then social media is where you can reach out and say hi and see some of the stuff that I've been posting. So uh, I want to remind you, I offer a complimentary half-hour phone consultation if you just want to talk, find out if hypnotherapy is right for you. So in closing, let me leave you with this quote. When diet is wrong, medicine is of no use. When diet is correct, medicine is of no need. That's an Ayurvedic proverb. Ayurvedic meaning the philosophy of medicine from ancient India or modern India, perhaps. So thanks so much for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate your time and uh, lending me your ear. Please take good care of yourself, and we will talk soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.